The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This week on your favorite soap opera, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. Thank you for joining us on Friday September 20th. This is our last show of the summer. Womp womp. And for those of you out there who are keeping track of such things and have your astrolabs, this is the time of year when the sun just peeks through the window in my office just enough to irritate me while we're doing the show. So use that for what you will. Maybe you can plot out where the planets are with that sort of information. I'm not entirely sure. But I do know that for the next hour, we're going to have a discussion about anything and everything soap. Because that's what we do here every Friday on the Voice America Talk radio network. But usually when we talk about soaps, we talk about a lot of drama. We know uh, there's evil twins, there's amnesia, there's talking dolls that are secretly plotting to overtake the world with witches. That's passions for those of you out there who are wondering what soap that is. But today, we've got something decidedly different. Because for the next hour, we're going to be talking about two of the newest and funniest web series and as luck would have it, both feature some of our favorite soap stars in the cast. So it's a great tie-in, and you're going to get to know about two series that maybe you didn't know about before. Coming up in just a few moments, while I'll be polishing my suit of armor to talk about the series Dating in the Middle Ages. Series creator Devin Mills will be here to talk and tell us a little bit more about what we can expect from the second series of Ditma. I call it that because it's much easier sometimes than typing out dating in the Middle Ages. We'll see if Devin says that as well. And we'll be joined by Days of Our Lives favorite, Matthew Ashford. I know a lot of you are looking forward to that out there based on your comments on Twitter. And coming up later in the show, it's a musical comedy web series that had me laughing from its opening credits. Leah McKendrick and General Hospital Emmy nominee Lindsay Morgan will be here to tell us why we have to destroy the Alpha Gammas. As always, though, this is an interactive show, so if you're out there listening and have a question for one of our guests or you'd like to call in and talk to them, please feel free to do so. You can call in on our toll-free number. It's 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. If for some reason you can't make it to the phone or you're too busy working on your costume to snag a dozen free donuts, you can also share your comments and questions on Twitter at Soap Central. We've also started a comment thread on our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash Soap Central. So those are two great places to join in the discussion if you're too shy to join us on air. But coming up first to the roundtable, it's a web series that perhaps, like any successful comedy, features some self-deprecating humor. Dating in the Middle Ages follows the life of Samantha Collins, who is recently divorced and searching for love. Who isn't? And the web series is now in its second season. It's the brainchild of Devin Mills, who just happens to be here with us this week. It's amazing how that works out. Devin, welcome to Soap Central Live. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Dan. What a great uh, introduction. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Well, I appreciate you taking some time out to chat with us. Before we bring on our other special guests, I want to get a little bit of background on you so that our listeners know more about you and who's talking. And I'll let you decide how much or how little you want to share. What do folks need to know about you, Devin? Okay, well, first of all, you just gave me a great idea for season three, evil twins, talking dolls. I mean, I love the idea. I might have to tag that from Passions and put it in Dating in the Middle Ages next season. But actually, the show um, is very funny, and and it is uh, a love of my heart, and it actually came about through uh, when my marriage ended. We're still best friends, and I had been single for... um, about a year, and I decided to get back on the dating scene. And, of course, for the 15 years that I was married, there was no such thing as online dating and all this kind of stuff. So when I started to get back out there, um, my girlfriend started telling me all these stories about dates and how you know terrible things were going to be and to get ready and this and that. And so then I actually started dating and started compiling bad stories of my own and so um, dating in the Middle Ages just kind of came out of all of that organically. Well, it seems to me that some of the best, or in some cases the funniest moments, come out of our own crazy lives and all of our personal experiences. It's so true. It's so true. Like in season one, you know, I date a proctologist, and we call him Dr. Pooh. And, you know, Lauren Lester played that role, and it was just so much fun to do. And, you know, it wasn't a proctologist, but it was, you know, it is a true, it, it is based on kind of a true story, a really, really bad date that I had with somebody that just went on and on and on about all the procedures they did as a doctor. It was terrible. I mean, not the type of chatting you want while you're, eating salmon or drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> uh, that makes me think of another funny web series, Michelle Stafford's The Stafford Project, where while she's in the stirrups at the gynecologist's office, the gynecologist tells her, you know, I really think I like you. So, <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Talk about uncomfortable, right? Well, uncomfortable is, is certainly one way to call it. That One of the other things that I would like for folks to know is that you do have a soap past. It may not be as storied <laughs> as some others, but give us your soap pedigree. What soaps were you on? <laughs> well, I was on Days of Our Lives. I did a stint for one day as a flight attendant, and um, so that was a lot of fun. And then I was also on General Hospital as a bridal consultant, so a day player, if you will, but maybe one of these days I'll get lucky and I'll actually be on as a principal. But in the meantime, dating in the Middle Ages is just so much fun, and I'm so, so pleased and lucky to have Matthew Ashford this season and Deidre Hall. You know, um, Deidre coming on as my mom was just fantastic, and I mean, she's hysterical, you know, and uh, it was just such a pleasure to work with her. And Matthew, you know, coming on as the new love interest that, you know, hopefully there's going to be a season three and I can really, really develop his character even more, you know. So I'm just so blessed to be able to uh, create a funny soap opera and have soap opera people in it. 
We are going, you mentioned Deidre Hall, we're going to have something from her coming up later in the show that fans probably have never experienced in their lives. But I want to give you a chance because, as you mentioned, Matthew Asherit is also part of the cast of Dating in the Middle Ages. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do something that I usually take care of here, but I want you to introduce him as our next guest so folks can get to know a little bit about your relationship with him. Great. And before we do, I just want to tell you that I love that you call the show Ditma. <laughs> because I call the show Ditma as well. And it's just perfect because you're right. Dating in the Middle Ages sometimes is a long thing to write out. So Ditma is great. Good. I'm glad because there's nothing worse than calling somebody's show something that offends them. So Ditma it <laughs> No, is. no, no. It's perfectly fine. So are we ready for Matt? We are. Let's introduce him and we'll bring him on. Well, he is the wonderful Nick Hamilton on my show this season, and he's so funny and so charming, and I had such a good time with him, and he, um, if people haven't watched um, the series yet, he gets to play a medieval character, because my character is a, a historical romance novelist who's blocked, and she has fantasies in the medieval time, and Matt not only gets to play a fun medieval character, but he's also the potential love interest for her as well, so... Here you have the wonderful and talented Matthew Ashford. Uh, hello. Hi, Matt. Hi. I think that was my intro. Yes. It was. It's better because my introduction would have been that you are the drawbridge to the moat of her life. So. Ah, I like that. Well, that, that, that hey, listen, it's functional. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's all about function and, and purpose and use. Matt, yes. I have to tell you that when I announced on Twitter that you were going to be here, the responses from fans were, were really overwhelming. Everything from an I miss him to my heart is fluttering. There was a mmm out there. <laughs> Let me ask you, what do the fans mean to you after all this time? Well, it's really interesting that you would say that, Dan, just because I realized that it is such a um, Ken Corday described Days of Our Lives as a family show. And for many years, I'd kind of go, are you, what do you mean? Because some of the stuff that we would do and some of the things I've seen and done on different shows, General Hospital Days and, you know, and, and on, I said, I don't think those are things that families with little kids. But <laughs> what I really realized is that whole families would sit down gener intergenerationally and watch and be able to talk about it. And I realize now that those people, those families, have continued to support me and continue to support this genre, and uh, because it supports them, and it is a, it is a much, it's a larger family. It's a kind of a wonderful, it's a, it's a wonderful world out there of, of just wonderful people who just they enjoy these stories, they enjoy how they play out, and um, I really come to re appreciate that they've, you know, I've been able to do something that I enjoy doing, acting, and um, they have been um, more than supportive and, and, um, and appreciative and, and uh, also very imaginative because a, a lot of them out there are also writers, as I've come to find. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so they really appreciate when we try to do things and we like, you know, we're, you know in this case, what Devin's, what Devin is now working on with Dating in the Middle Ages. So that's, that's what I think. Devin, how did you approach reaching out to Mr. Matthew Ashford to see if he would want to be a part of this project? Well, I had a list of three guys that I really wanted, and Matt was on the list. 
and um, I worked with some casting people, and, you know, I was so excited because, you know, sometimes actors that are pretty well-known, like Matt, they're not, you know, maybe they're not interested in doing something quite like this, but I was so fortunate that, you know, Matt has a comedy background, and that he was interested in taking a look at the scripts and, and you know, uh, interested in the character of Nick Hamilton. So I, I was really blessed. You know, I, I tried to write something that uh, has the potential to be for growth and that has the potential to develop into something really great. I mean, I'm hoping to have him sing <laughs> next season. Mm. So, you know, if there is a next season, which I'm really hope there's going to be. But yeah, he, he came to me through uh, casting people and agents, and it was just, I just was so blessed to be able to, to have him. Matt, how do you feel about learning here live on air that you're going to be expected to sing in the next season? <laughs> well, uh, having, seen, um, having seen Deidre sing, I can sing. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think on days I kind of established, because everybody was singing at one point on days in General Hospital, everybody could sing. And, uh, but it wasn't a musical, it was just everybody could sing. And I decided my character couldn't sing, but that didn't stop him from singing. Um, <laughs> he just always was out of key, or, 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 he'd, or he'd start singing too high, and it would get too high too quickly. But he would, you know, and then, then it was a different kind of funny comedy stuff. But uh, so I've enjoyed playing around with it, but this, I, from, from what Devin's been working with, um, with original music, original, original lyrics, mm-hmm. um, that are, that as that actually is moving the story forward. I just think it's very, it's very fun and very clever. And I, I look forward to being a part of that. I, I think my feeling is, um, we are in a time of great upheaval as well as time of great creativity. That bear, I think we're there's more resemblance now to the late, you know, the maybe the late 40s and the very early 50s uh, in in this um, infant world of television. Um, no one knew what was going on. No, everything was just kind of being pulled together, thrown in. You know, the writers were coming out of theater. They were coming from you know, there's plenty of musical things as well then, and and. It was, there was a lot of, just a lot of creativity, and I, that's what I find is happening now, and I'm, I'm so glad that Devin um, has, uh, has jumped in with both feet and her pen and paper and, and everything else and, and is creating this. And my hat's off to you, Devin, for that, and thank you for inviting me to come along because I just think anyone who doesn't is going to look back years from now and go, gosh, I, you know, I could have done something. I could have been in that, uh, you know, and I, and I just think it's, it's another wonderful opportunity for me uh, to, whether it's singing or dancing or standing on my head or, you know, whatever, just to, to move a story forward and just say, hey, I'm not, I'm an actor. I do a lot of different things. And um, we're getting the opportunity to do that because very often you can get just pigeonholed and say, no, that's who you are. That's what you do. And, um, and, and, and this, doing work like this, with Devin is, is gives me opportunity to say I think I can do more or let me at least let me try 
Yeah, it's really true. And, you know, the space itself of, you know, web series is constantly changing. I mean, when I started the show in 2010, um, and from where it is now, I mean, the whole space is completely different. You know, my my demo is uh, a lot of baby boomer. The the earlier, you know, the or the uh, the trail end baby boomer, like say, you know, as well as you know, the woman from like 35 to maybe 50. It's uh, a big part of it is the soap audience, you know, as well. And uh, you know, the space has changed from when it first started out. It was the 18 to 34 male was the demo that was going online to get their entertainment, to watch web series, stuff like that. Well, thank the gods, it's now, you know, taking on and it's become more mainstream and a lot more women uh, and a lot more older, you know, people are getting their entertainment online. We still have a, a ways to go with it. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually, my campaign is more of a, a grassroots campaign because, you know, unlike the shows that star the younger um, you know, the 20-something, the 18-year-olds, you know, that my show uh, stars an older, you know, demographic. So we're still, you know, finding our way. And it's very exciting, actually, because people contact me almost every day. I mean, and, you know, they're finding the show uh, off of all different social media sites because I'm on every social media thing that you can possibly do. You know, I always <laughs> say that. Writing it, performing it, producing it even is the fun time. The work really begins when you have to market the show and get it out there and find its audience. That's when you have to put your nose to the grindstone. And that's a 24-7 job. But it's a lot of fun. I love it. And I love seeing every day the new fans that are coming and the loyal fans. And it's, it, that's right. It's, it's a very exciting time, a very exciting time. We are talking about Dating in the Middle Ages, for those of you who are just joining us, and you can check it out at datinginthemiddleages.com. Matt mentioned something about uh, you know, the web series as being an opportunity to do more as an actor. In Devon, you had an opportunity to make one Days of Our Lives performer do something that a lot of fans may not have otherwise expected, and we have a clip of that. It is Deidre Hall singing. Here you go, Matt. You can hear her. There you go. Dating in the Middle Ages, you know that it still amazes. I'm so thrilled that I remember all the fun I had in leather. Dating in the Middle Ages, love and sex and fits and rages. Fears me some, I will admit, but I will not abandon it. She's not too old, you'll see it's true when Mel comes around. And Murray, too. Rachel, my dear, you need to go on just one date so you will know. Dating in the Middle Ages, not so bad. Meet at a place and... So she's been possessed by the devil. She's come back from the dead a couple of times. Was it hard to convince Deidre Hall to sing in Dating in the Middle Ages, Devin? You know, she was so excited about it. It was something so different for her, and she was just a champ through the whole thing. We had... So much fun doing it. She was just up for anything, you know, which is really terrific. And so going it back was to a pleasure. It was just really a pleasure and a lot of fun. Going back to something that you had said, Matt, in terms of the the way that the communications, the way that our entertainment is really changing right now. Are you someone who watches television on the internet? Have you transitioned into that? Have you not quite gotten there yet? Well, I actually am. 
um, in, in, in different ways. Um, you know, I've started looking around and saying, well, how did I just spend that last half an hour or hour? <laughs> and um, am I, was I in front of a television set or was I in front of a computer screen? And more and more often it's a computer screen because I'm, I am being given more power to make the decisions of what I want to see, when I want to see it. Um, now, I could want to be wanting to see, you know, cats dancing with fiddles. Um, and because there's plenty of that out there. Um, and, and, you know, and sometimes your, your friends turn you on to that and you say, why did you? But there's also a chance to start seeing some of this, these web series that are, you know, that are a little, not, I'm not, not even that's a race here because that's not even what it's about because, you know, the, so many network shows are now just, I feel like, racing to the bottom. Just, I mean, how much more can you show? Um, just trying to eat that out. But the web series don't have to try that hard. They can do some other things and play with timing and tempo, and they don't have a huge you know, a, a group of network executives peering over their shoulders telling them, no, it has to be this way or that way or do this or do that. So Devin can, can create you know, what she thinks. Is, it's is really true, you know, and that was one of the reasons, um, you know, to be a, a web series creator, it means freedom, you know, and yeah. if it's something that yeah. you're interested in doing and, and you know other people are interested in it too, you do not have to answer to anybody, you know, but yourself and your conscience. And, you know, I have a group of very close friends who are actors that I bounce things off of too. And, you know, before I just throw something out there, because one of my biggest pet peeves in this industry is that people, the, the, the flip side of the freedom is that people are just throwing whatever up there. And so, in a way, sometimes if there's really, really bad work that's being done, it dilutes the whole industry itself, and it's it's been my big thing since the beginning beginning of it. But you know, you can't tell somebody don't put something up because that's what this is all about. It's about the freedom to create and the freedom to do your own projects and 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 have your own stuff. It's just it's some of the things I wish. Mm, let's just say I wish the quality was a, a little bit better. <laughs> but you know, maybe that will come with time. Who knows? You know, well. People uh, in terms of quality, this is Matt, Matt again, just jumping. I'm, I was, you know, we shot, we were able to shoot on a, we didn't actually shoot in front of a castle. We shot in front of a green screen. And yep. uh, and it was just wonderful um, the way that, you know, the, the quality and the lighting, the way things were done, the way, you know, how, how it presented. I was really, really pleased with that. And I just, I don't think a few years ago that would have even been possible. I think that, you know, I'll just, it, it's opened the door to so much, so much possibility. But it looks really good. And it might have to to you, Devin, and the, and the production team to, to be able to do that because it's very, you know, it, 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 not too long ago, it's been just like, oh, well, you know, good try. But this is, you know, I just, I just see it is moving ahead very quickly in the quality and also what people are going to expect. One of the best okay. things one of the best things that you said Matt will get me out of some hot water because normally when I talk about what the internet could be I always poke fun of the cats that are playing the pianos as an example of you know anybody can put that out there I think you said cats dancing with fiddles so same general concept but yeah yes, you're yes. absolutely right though with some of the the web series particularly the ones that we're talking about here on Soap Central Live today and in the past 
these are really, really high quality, you know, could be on television by the way that they, they look visually. These aren't somebody's backyard project with an old uh, beta cam and, uh, you know, running around after uh, birds and things like that. I mean, they look really, really top notch. Well, you're right. And the thing is, is I wasn't going to do it if it wasn't going to look like that. I just, I made a pact with myself. And I'm fortunate enough that over the years, I've worked with many, many people on, in all different, uh, you know, crew positions. A lot of television people came on season one. You know, my crew was all TV people. You know, this season, I, I had the wonderful and talented Steve Silverman directing, you know, and he brought his crew with him. So, I mean, you know, these people, they have reputations for putting out quality work. You know, I'm not going to go with somebody that just is, you know, just what I mean is I'm not going to make something unless it is going to be TV quality because that's just my mantra because I do feel, I do hope that the web series industry one day will replace television, and I'm hoping that that's going to come sooner or later as soon as we can all figure out how to monetize it. You know, a, I, I had an interesting experience some years back. One, one Jason Cook, who was on Days with me, he he created a, a, a film short, and I got a chance to be a part of it. And he invited uh, he had different uh, friends and people working behind the scenes on Days came out to help him shoot it. And one of them was one of our lighting directors, mm-hmm. a guy who's very quiet, always just does his work, and he has you know the big lights and all that. Well, when he came out to this set. He had so many amazing-looking little lights, and there were all these tiny little key lights and this and that and this and that. And I was like, what, what, what is this? What is that? He said, oh, this is just something I made in my garage. And he was like a what? kid in a candy shop. <laughs> he was just, he was so, he, he said, I never get a chance to use this stuff because they're in such a hurry. You know, I said, I've got to light the actresses. And believe me, they want to get lit, and, but they're pushing me, pushing me, pushing me. To, to just keep moving, so they can't do that work. So I, I bet I, I was going to ask Devin if, if you know if you had the lighting is so important. I realize that, and I think I think you've been able to strike the right balance because it. Looks, yeah, don't get me started on the lighting. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's a big it's amazing, thing. With, yeah, and I'm constantly learning more and more and more. You know, look. I'm new at the production end of it. I don't claim to know a lot. I'm a baby at this taking baby steps, and I am here to learn. And, you know, this season I learned a tremendous amount, you know, because it was way more hands-on than before when I hired a TV team to come in because I didn't have the money, you know, this season, and I self-funded everything. So it was really hands-on, and it was really terrific experience all the way around because, you know, you, you come out the other side, and you're like a different person. You know, I certainly don't know everything. i got a long way to go. But let me tell you, you know, as far as lighting, as far as editing, as far as the shots to get and angles to get, my God, I've learned so much in editing what I need to do even more of next season. You know, it, it's, and that's what's great about it. You know, you're constantly learning. It's something new all the time. How wonderful is that? It's definitely yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're down to our last minute, but something that I wanted to give Matt an opportunity to talk about is earlier this year, Days of Our Lives picked up its second, only its second in its entire history Outstanding Drama Series Daytime Emmy win. I just wondered what your thoughts were on that, since a lot of the clips that we got to see in Emmy judging, you were in them. Oh, I, I wasn't. I, you know, I wondered about. It. I didn't know. Well, that uh, you know, that I, I'm, um, I'm very happy for the show, and I'm very happy, you know, for everybody because people work very hard, 
and um, getting, you know, I, I, if, if they chose the, the episodes that I was in, um, I'm glad because I feel like I, I was able, they had written some pretty serious stuff about, uh, uh, about um, PTSD, and I had a chance to play that. And, and uh, the year before, I got a nomination for um, Best Supporting Actor, and, and they won Best Written Show, and it had the scene that uh, Deidre and I did, actually. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just really glad. Uh, I feel, you know, I, I can feel like I can go, hey, I, I helped that happen. And, then, you know, you never say never. You can, always, you can always get better, and it looks like that happened with days, you know. And you can never say never. You never know what will happen on a soap. So certainly fingers are crossed that anything will happen. I want to give Devin one last opportunity in the, about the 30 seconds that we have. Give your pitch. Why should people tune into Dating in the Middle Ages? It's funny. We have a great time. They're going to relate to a lot of things that poor Samantha's going through when she's trying to date. And also, I'm on Twitter. They can follow me uh, at Dating Web Series. Or they can follow my other handle, I am Devin Mills, or visit the episodes on the website and let me know what you think because the feedback from the audience is something I look forward to. And who knows, maybe some of their feedback will make it into season three. <laughs> Matt and right. Devin, I want to thank you both for joining me today. Thank, thank you, you so thank much you very for much. having thank me and having Matt. Everybody out there, you can check out Dating in the Middle Ages, or DITMA, as I'm now calling it, at datinginthemiddleages.com. And on the other side of this commercial break, we're going to go from dating to destroying. Ooh, I can't wait. I hope nobody gets hurt. We'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just a moment. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than soapcentral.com. Every day, soapcentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You 
are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host who may or may not be in my middle ages, Dan Kroll. We are going to continue our discussion about some funny web series because up next is a web series that I've been describing as Glee Meets Mean Girls, even though the title may make you think of interstellar domination. The web series is called Destroy the Alpha Gammas, and I'm joined by two of the cast members. First up is the series heroine and creator, Leah McKendrick. Leah, welcome to Subcentral Live. Thank you so much, Dan. Excited to be here. And joining Leah is Emmy-nominated General Hospital vet, who, I would like to point out, took home the top honors earlier this year as SoapCentral.com's Best Dressed at the Daytime Emmys. Woo! Lindsay uh, Morgan. Lindsay, I'm welcome to Subcentral Live. <laughs> Hi. Uh, thank you. So happy to be here. What an intro. Jesus. <laughs> you know, we like to, uh, to get everybody all happy, warm feelings at the top of the show, then we hit you with the tough questions later on. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so you welcome us, and then we're not suspecting it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It sounds, sounds perfect. So let me go and start off by talking to Leah and saying something that I started to tell you a little bit before we came on air was that you've done the impossible. You have made me enjoy a musical. So in, <laughs> addition, to, in addition to being a miracle worker, some of our listeners a little bit of background on you where did you come from how did you accomplish this miraculous feat and what else do they need to know and sorry what was that last part what else do they need to know about you as much or you know as little or as much as you'd like to share okay well you know i'm a singer and an actress and i you know I, i felt like i didn't have a million opportunities to be able to do both and i felt a little bit frustrated by that and I know so many people that are so talented multi-talented you know actors that also dance and are singers and I just thought it would be so much fun to do sort of an edgier a little bit older musical and not so I didn't want to do a cheesy musical I didn't really want to do a high school musical I wanted to do something uh you know with a little bit of edge and 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 sassiness to it and I know so many I knew a lot more females than males I could that could pull it all off so I thought what could I do that's predominantly female that um I could put a lot of my friends in um and have a lot of fun with and I just thought sororities you know and we'll have I wanted to have something, you know, that 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 had sort of a, a cool—I don't want to say message, but but you know, a storyline and about the underdogs sort of taking on the mean girls. And I'm such a fan of of that, you know, that sort of, you know, the, the good guys prevailing. I don't want to say that that's exactly what happens in the end. It's a little bit different than that. But um, so I was really inspired by just wanting to to create my own sort of material that's creating something that I wanted to be in myself and that my friends could be in. So that's pretty much how it came about. And Lindsay, folks know you from General Hospital, but if we have some listeners who may not be uh, GH viewers, we're not entirely sure why, but for some reason they're not. Yeah, wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> what are some things that fans may not know about you or some things that you'd like them to know about you? Oh, um, probably that I'm not like Christina at all. 
<laughs> that's probably something big. I'm um I'm kind of a, a a it's funny, or I'm not like Lauren either, the who I play on the straight alpha gamuts. I'm kind of more of a tomboy. So it's kind of um it's kind of funny that they will see me in both these lights with, you know, all this makeup and hair done and heels. Um yeah, usually I'm kind of in like workout clothes and like got no makeup on and um <laughs> uh yeah. I was always like that, so that's that's a people are surprised if they see me on the street. They're like, well, you now look you're like that girl in a hospital, but not as pretty. So that's it makes it even more amazing then, considering uh, you were the best dressed at the daytime Emmys. That that is at the far end of the spectrum of what your daily routine is, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a lot of help, okay? I didn't wake up like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. I can tell you that she does. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen her makeup many times, and she's just as hot. Trust me. She's lying. <laughs> You guys, so, I, I have to let everybody know that while we're talking about Destroy the Alpha Gammas, that they can check it out online. It's completely free at destroytheags.com, and they can follow along. And Leah, as you heard me say at the top of the this segment, I've been calling this sort of a mashup of Glee meets Mean Girls. Is yeah. that all right? Is that what we like? Do we like that Absolutely. description? Sure. You know, I've heard a bunch of I've heard... You know, it's Revenge of the Nerds meets West Side Story. I've heard it's Glee meets House Bunny. And uh, everybody, you know, a Greek meet, meets um, Mean Girls. And, and, and they're all things that I'm a fan of. And I love Mean Girls. And I really appreciate Glee. And so I'm open. You know, whatever people, you know, see it as, I'm open to that. Absolutely. Lindsay, well, you talked a little bit about Lauren, who your character in Destroy the Alpha Gamma. She's a kind of a, well, I don't want to say that. What? She's kind of what? What was that? She's, uh, well, let me let you come up with a word that best describes her. Mine starts with a B, and maybe yours does too, but what's the Mine, word that you best describe? She is the Brutus of this, of this Greek, of this Greek. <laughs> Tragic. That's not really a tragedy. It was Greek story. She's uh, definitely the B word. Um, <laughs> she's second in command to Autumn, who's the president of the Alpha Gammas. And though she's Autumn's right hand girl, she secretly—it's not really not so secret—wants to take over and be president for herself. So she's kind of biding her time, acting as if she likes Autumn when really she can't stand her. And um, waiting to strike. It, but I also say she's also the, the meanest of them all. <laughs> or the most, or most blunt. Definitely. We have someone who is on the phone. You know, we like to bring the fans and their favorite stars together. So we're going to do that right now. We have a call from Ryan who has a question for Lindsay. Ryan, oh. welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, uh, Dan, uh, thank you. Uh, how, how are you, Dan? I'm doing great, but it's not about me right now. Let's make it about Lindsay and it's Leah. About, it's about yeah. me, Ryan, how, Lindsay. How you, <laughs> it's about Lindsay. Uh, how are you, Lindsay? I'm great. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing good. Uh, my question for you is, how was it working with um, Maurice Pinard? Uh, Maurice. <laughs> Papa. It was um, it was fantastic. I, I miss 
I miss him so. I miss our scenes. Um, he's just so intense and so fierce, you know? Like, when you're in a scene and he's looking at you, you literally feel like he's looking, like, in in your soul, you know what I mean? And so it's just, uh, I always thought Christina and Sonny have such a special relationship of a, you know, they do at the core love each other so much, but it's so, but they're always at each other's throats, you know? Um, so Maurice is great and he's also a great mentor. He really, anytime I was struggling on set, he really always had great things to tell me, you know, really like a father, like a total father figure. Um, but he's, he's intense, man. And he boxes. I wouldn't never want to cross him. (laughs) Thank you so much for your call, Ryan. Now we should switch it back a little bit. I want to preface this, Leah, by saying that there's no right or wrong answer, even though the show is called soap central live. Are you, or have you ever been a soap fan? You know what? Uh oh. This is my honest. This is my honest answer. I was a humongous, humongous Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. That and and Sarah Michelle Gellar got her start on All My Children. That is very, very true and very correct. Uh, yeah. It wasn't so, necessarily and she won a her trivia question. Emmy when she was like what, fifteen or sixteen? She won her Emmy. And so for me, I was sort of like obsessed with like trying to, to watch that, even though I was in school and everything. And so it's funny because I really sort of caught up with the creation of the internet and was able to like find that. So, so it's sort of like Sarah Michelle Geller is the one that sort of brought me into that. Isn't that funny? It is. Uh, it's funny to, for a lot of people to think back and remember that she really was on All My Children. I think she's probably best known and will forever be best known as Buffy and then her, her right. series of horror films. But, you know, right. you never know where people get their start. And the thing that people now are, are getting their start and learning more about internet web series and they're, they're becoming really sort of immersed in them, I want to give them a chance to hear a little bit about Destroy the Alpha Gammas because we have a clip and I would like for you, Leah, to set this up a little bit yeah. and let people know what they're about to hear. Sure. This is um, in the second episode. This is when we have at the Delta Pi, the sort of loser sorority that I am the president of and very proud to be the president of the losers despite it all. Um, we decided to sort of take a stand. We're not going to take it anymore from the mean girls. And it's the first run-in after we've had this decision between myself and my Delta Pi girls at our first party, the Alpha Gammas decide to crash. Let's take a listen. Um, you made cheese dips. Bless your heart. (laughs) You weren't invited! What did you say? She said you weren't invited. Oh, oh, Gary, come on, we're all friends here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Your super cute top is ruined. <laughs> Let's go. Let's take it off.
have more to talk about with this, but I want to <laughs> find out a little. Obviously, there was a little, we bleeped a little bit, just in case right. people are, yes. are a little worried about where they are and they don't want to hear anybody cursing. But something that I always yeah. wonder when you're coming up with this, did you come up with the songs that you wanted to use first and then write some scenes and story around that? Or is it the other way that you have the story and think, well, gee, you know, the F.U. song would be perfect for this scene? You know, honestly, a lot of, I don't know if this is cheating if I admit this, but truly much of the idea came from that song, hmm. um, F.U. song. I thought, God, this song is so cool, and wouldn't it be cool if it was like, you know, if it was in real life, like if you were saying this to somebody in real life and not just, you know, in a music video or whatever. And and then when I came up with the concept of, of the whole series, I thought I, I need this to be sort of a climactic moment. And that was the only, I think, the only song that came before um, the scene. Other than that, I sort of developed the, the entire arc of the story. And then from there, it was, okay, I need a song where these two characters express that they're not over their exes, and then that's how we got Not Over You by Gavin DeGraw. So it was, and there were other songs, like we have The Way You Make Me Feel by Michael Jackson was originally going to be uh, uh, the Bruno Mars song, You Make Me Feel Like Heaven, or what's it called? Um, whatever. You know, I've tried, I, I literally tried tons and tons of different songs and just chose what I thought was going to be the funnest and coolest and we could make sort of a new interpretation happen and something that people would maybe want to hear more, more than anything else. But FU was sort of the one song that I was like, I don't care. I got to make this one work one way or another. Now, Lindsay, from watching this, the folks who were singing this particular song really seemed to get into the F part of it. There were fingers raised <laughs> and there was spit flying. What is it like for you to stand there and have all these people telling, telling you and your, your gang that F you? Well, I'm used to it. I thought it was so fun and funny because you got all these girls. All the girls are so great, and they're you know shirtless and their bras throwing up the throwing up the bird at me. And um, I mean, it was it was fun. It was every time on set, it felt like you know we were at a giant sleepover. So I mean, even though everyone acted really nasty to each other, the minute we'd call cut, everyone just crack up laughing and. Um, wanting to, you know, one can't wait to do it again. It was great. I don't mind getting thrown the bird at. <laughs> Make a note of that if it's good uh, for future reference, I suppose. We have another caller who has a question for Lindsay before we talk about another project that you're working on. Someone wants to ask a soap related comment. We're going to North Carolina for a call from Bobby. Bobby, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, guys. Hey, Leslie. How are you doing? Hey, Bobby. I got your tweet. I'm glad you could make it. Yeah, I want to say before I go on, did you get my um, Valentine's Day and Christmas cards I sent you? Because I don't want to give out my last name, but I sent you them back when you was on GH prior to you leaving. Oh, I didn't get it. You know, they hold my fan mail at the studio, and I haven't been there in a while. Mm -hmm. I got to go pick it up. Now that I know I have something there waiting for me, thank you. <laughs> All right, this, and, is, this is even better than a say, card. Oh, with with credit, with credit, with due. I thought Kirsten was better than you in all doubt, and she definitely deserved the Emmy more than you do. But maybe when you return back to the soap, you could. Yeah, no, Kirsten is one of my dearest friends, and I'm, I, I would have been upset if she didn't win. 
Right, right. I would so I know you have a question, Bobby. It, right, I would have upset than somebody else. But my question is, speaking of of house of soap related things, um, if if you can choose any soap, and GH could be included if you want yeah, in this. When you return back to any soap, this includes GH or one of the internet soap, all my children, or when and if one life to live gets back on the air. Um, you know, my heart is really at GH, so. If I had an opportunity to pick, my first pick would always be, um, you know, back home in Port Charles. Uh, but, uh, I mean, there's, there, the other soaps are cool too, you know. It, but then I, it'd be interesting because, you know, if I was playing a different character, or it would be, you know, Christina in Salem or Christina and, you know, somewhere else. So that'd be, that'd be interesting. But it'd be cool that- to be Christina in another soap. I think that Matt Ashford in the last segment said something uh, that we always try to agree, never say never. And uh, what we're talking about that, Lindsay Wind, uh, I ran up to you after the daytime Emmys and was telling you that, you know, you were our best dressed and whatnot. One of the things that I mentioned is that I thought that the scenes where uh, Christina learned that Trey had died, I thought those were some really, really high quality scenes just to file away in the back of your head because just because you know you're not on a soap anymore doesn't mean you still can't be nominated for an Emmy so we'll file that away but one of the other things that people are excited about is that you will be back on television coming up in a new series on the CW what is it when is it coming and all of that other good stuff ah yes that is a new show called The Hundred It's a sci-fi adventure thriller in the future, and I'm actually in Canada right now filming it. Um, I'm in Vancouver. It's awesome. I play play a girl named Raven, who is kind of a super smart space mechanical engineer, so I'm like a space mechanic. (laughs) I'm a total guy's girl. I'm, you know, think kind of like Michelle Rodriguez from Fast and the Furious or like Kate from Lost. And um, it's a really cool story. It's like, um, it's basically kind of like a little bit of Battlestar Galactica meets Lost meets Lord of the Flies. So it's, it's gritty. It's gritty and um, it's cool. That's much more complicated than my Mean Girls meets Glee. Battlestar, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica meets Lost meets... Lord of the Rings, is that what we said? Lord of the Flies, not the Rings. Lord of the Flies. Well, okay, I was figuggering perhaps you'll come back as a, a troll or a as hobbit far as or something. I know. <laughs> it's early in the filming, I guess. Anything could happen. Anything could you're right, anything could happen. Leah, going back, I have another musical question because I'm very big yeah. in addition to soaps, I'm a big musical fan. Is there any song that you wanted to use in Destroy the Alpha Gammas that you were not able to? Yeah. I really wanted to use the song um, uh, Good Girl by Robin. And, and oh, Who's That Girl by Robin? And it, I, re- I had to cut it. It was, it was going to be like a sort of big group number where the girls are like, we're not the nice girls. Sort of like this cool, like sexy. But you know what? We, we just didn't have the time and, and it wasn't absolutely necessary. It was just going to be kind of cool. <laughs> But I just had, like, big big visions, and I had big plans for it. But, you know, you got to compromise. And so maybe, who knows, maybe another season. We are four episodes in, if I remember correctly. There are four episodes yeah. that are posted. 
just to let folks have a little bit of, of some of the background on it, what do they need to know going in? Uh, you know, if they, obviously we want them to watch all of the episodes, but if for some reason they say, hey, I'm going to jump right in, will they be able to follow it? Will they be able to follow what's going on if they jump right in at episode four? If they jump right into episode four, I guess, you know what, it opens up with a little bit of romance, and I think that it's pretty clear that it's sort of a beginning romance. Um, it was her rebounds. I think you can see that the ex is a little bit jealous, and then you can see that the um, Alpha Gammas are really trying to uh, sabotage their, their fun and their games. And I think that people, yeah, I think if people jump into episode four, they they will be fine. I think no matter what, with the singing and dancing, it's, you know, it's not, I mean, we're not curing cancer. It's not rocket science. I'm very proud of it, but I think that people will enjoy it no matter what episode they jump in on. And there's funny, dirty humor. At least, maybe I'm there not is. supposed to... Okay, yeah. good. So it wasn't just me. Sometimes I feel like, you know, the dirty old man sitting in the park with the newspaper, nope. but... Okay, good. I am, I am the dirty old man. <laughs> we do, Dan. <laughs> okay. uh, well, I mean, okay, if you're a dirty old man in the park, then the makeup thing really, really did do magic, because I didn't get that at all. Yes. <laughs> we are almost out of time for the segment. Sometimes the time goes far faster than what I would like, but I'm going to give Lindsay an opportunity for the folks out there who have supported you in your career, particularly on General Hospital and now moving forward. Do you have a message you'd like to give them? Yeah, I would like to just you know tell them thank you, thank you so much, and that you know without them watching and supporting my work as an artist, you know I, I wouldn't be able to live my dream and, and get to wake up and do what I've always wanted to do and I treasure. So if anything, thank you so much. And you mean so much to me. And Leah, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do the sell. Tell people why they need to tune in to destroy the alpha gammas. Tune in to destroy the alpha gammas because it's free it's so much fun. It's nothing that you've seen before. It's a combination of many things that I think you already will love and enjoy. And if nothing else, there's a lot of Lindsay Morgan and there's a lot of other hot girls. Yeah. And, and guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, we may not have destroyed any Alpha Gammas this week, but we annihilated the allotted time that we have for this week's show, which yeah. means that we have to wrap things up. So, Liam McKendrick, Lindsay Morgan, thank you both for taking some time out today to visit with us. Yeah, thank, thank you, you, Dan. Both. This is great. Thanks so You're much. Both welcome to come back at any time. And I also want to thank Devin Mills and Matthew Ashford for dropping by this week to talk about dating in the Middle Ages. If you'd like to check out either of these funny web series, you can find the links on our Twitter feed at Soap Central or on our official show page at soapcentral.com slash radio. Now, while you're there, you can also listen to any episode of Soap Central Live, including this one, in case you tuned in late or you just want to hear it again. There's more than 195 episodes now of Soap Central Live that you can listen to for free on demand. You can download them, do whatever you'd like. Now, the word on the street is that I'm going to be back here next week for more of our Anything and Anything soap discussion. I don't know what street this is or why they're talking about it on the street, but it sounds legit. So join us next week, Friday, September 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for the continuing saga we like to call Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. 
Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.